Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today. As we get into the Word of God and we talk about it, and it will transform our lives. There's nothing more powerful than the Word of God. Scripture says it's sharper than any two-edged sword. It's, it is the power of God behind it. It is our spiritual weapon. And lots of times we need to use this on us. God says he wants his truth to be down into our innermost being. And I think often the struggle that we Christians have is his truth doesn't get into our innermost being. We let it get into our mind and it kind of settles our, there on the, on, the, uh, on the periphery of our thoughts, but it doesn't get down deep into our heart and into our soul. And consequently, we can be living life where the struggle is so intense. We know the right thing. We know what we ought to think. We know what we ought to believe. We know how we ought to live, but we don't because it's truth that's not in our innermost being. And so this is why we get into the Word of God each day and pray over it, talk about it, meditate on it together, talk of its applications, talk of its meaning, so that it can get deep within us. We need to do this. If you want to be a strong Christian, you need to be in the Word every day, and you need to go deeper and deeper with God. And I can't think of a subject more important to go deeper with God on than on the love of God. I believe we all need this. We've been talking over the last three weeks about delighting in God and delighting in the attributes of God. And we're going to culminate this uh, the study today by talking about the love of God. But we're also introducing this topic, where we're going to talk about all next week, the love of God. I feel so inadequate on this topic. I was thinking, how in the world do you, in 15 minutes, talk about the love of God? Well, for that matter, next week, if we'd spend all week on it, that'd be 75 minutes, five times, five days of 15 minutes a day, 75 minutes. How do you talk about it in 75 minutes? How do you exhaust this subject? It's such a huge subject. Indeed, it encompasses all of life. It encompasses God. And how can we fully know that? I'm reminded of one of the songs I love to sing called The Love of God. It starts, uh, the love of God is greater far than tongue or pen can ever show, can ever tell. Indeed, it is. No tongue, no pen could ever really tell the fullness of the love of God. And he culminates this hymn with these words. Could we with ink the ocean fill? And you stop and think for a moment of how big the ocean is. It's the thumbnail on my YouTube today. Could we with ink the ocean fill? And were the skies of parchment made? Were every stalk on earth a quill or a writing instrument? And every man a scribe by trade? To write the love of God above would drain the ocean dry. Nor could the scroll contain the whole though stretched from sky to sky. Oh, love of God, how rich, how pure, how measureless, how strong it shall forevermore endure, the saints and angels' song. Well, something like that, if you're trying to talk on this subject and, and you're, you're, you truly believe that if we could fill the whole ocean with ink— and have the whole sky be where we'd, where we'd, write, where we'd write on, and that wouldn't be enough. It's kind of intimidating to say, how are we going to talk about it? 
Indeed, I think that the love of God is so often, it's beyond comprehension, is it not? I've told the story here before, it's worth telling again. Years ago in high schools, we were making disciples and winning people to Christ and helping people grow in their faith. And I remember my, my good friend Mike and I were talking one day about a, a girl in our class who just seemed stuck. She wasn't growing. She was having trouble leaving the world behind, and, and she didn't seem to have a lot of joy. We were trying to, what's the problem? What's the root? What's causing this stuckness? And I remember saying to Mike, well, I, I just don't think she understands God's love for her. And, uh, and, and Mike's response was, yeah, I think you're right. I don't think she does. And then he added, of course, I don't think we do either. Kind of shocked me because I think in my spiritual arrogance, shall we say, and zeal, I was implying, this is one I've got down. Mike, you probably got this one down. I just don't think she's got it yet. And he kind of uh, opened my eyes, yes, no, yes, this is something that none of us have, and we'll grow in it forever. We'll grow in it forever. As a matter of fact, look at what Paul prayed. And I read, bring this from the NLT translation. He prays I, to the Ephesians, I pray your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. What a prayer. My friends, this is something I pray for you. And I pray for me and I pray for my family. And we need to pray for one another. And you need to pray for your family that your roots will grow deep, grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it's too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. What an interesting translation. In New American, which I like to read regularly, he says, I pray you'd know that which is beyond knowledge, beyond comprehension. My friends, there's only one way to know the love of God, and that's if God reveals it to you. It's beyond our human knowledge. We can't, just academically, we can't figure it out. We can study the verses, we can look at it, but there's something deeply personal here that God's got to touch our soul with, that we might know the height and breadth and width and depth of the love of God, how wide, how high, how, how, how deep, and how long His love is, that we might comprehend what is uncomprehensible. And if we do, if God allows us to understand and have a insight and and to experience the depths of his love so that our life, the roots of our life, grow deep in his love. We'll never be the same. Why? Because then we'll be filled with the fullness of God. Wow. What a, what a thing to have. What a way to, for a life to be described, to be filled with the fullness of God. I remember, again, back in my high school days, and I was just beginning to understand the love of God, and I realized I really wasn't. It was beyond my knowledge. And I remember one evening walking home from a Bible study. It was about a mile and a half walk from where we were back to my house. And in the darkness as I walked, 
I remember just crying out to God and saying, oh God, fill me with your love. Because if you do, if you can change me from who I was at that moment, and you can make me a truly loving person, I remember thinking that there couldn't be an atheist that in my presence. People would have to admit that there is a God. A God is alive because we see it in Tom. We see how God has changed and transformed him. Well, how does God change and transform us into loving people? We know his love for us. Notice what it says here. No one has seen God at any time. We're reading from 1 John 4, 12 and 16. No one has seen God at any time. If we love one another... God abides in us, and his love is perfected in us. Wow. Wouldn't you like that, for God's love to be perfected in you? Verse 16, we have come to know and have believed the love which God has for us. God is love, and the one who abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. Paul wrote, now abide faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. And he told us in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 1, pursue love. Let this be our aim. It's not a feminine thing. It's a masculine thing. It's a, it's a human thing. It's for men and women both. It's for young and old. It's for all people that we would be like God because God is love. God is love. And God so loved the world he gave his only begotten son for us. So next week, we got a tall challenge in front of us. How do we begin to really explore the love of God? If you think you know it, well, you might be like I was back those years ago when I told my friend Mike, yeah, uh, her problem is she doesn't know the love of God, implying that I did. And dare I say, I just had the tip of the iceberg then, and now I've got a little bit bigger tip. But this is a lifelong journey to know the love of God. We'll be talking about that all next week. We'll be talking about how it was demonstrated, how, how it's shown to the world, and how it's shown to us specifically, uniquely, as his children. And I think you'll be blessed. I think you'll be encouraged. I will say this, in life, going back to that girl in high school, I've often thought about, I, I think of ourselves as like we have an emotional tank within us. And with many of us, our tank is empty. We've not been loved that much. And, and, and we've given and we've given, but we've not received a lot. And so our tank is running on empty. And when that happens, we burn out, we get discouraged, we get down. We, we just don't have the joy of life. We're running on empty. What can fill our tank? The love of God. And as, and as we meditate on this and as we think of God's love for us and as we experience God's love, as, as it's possible, as Paul prayed, that we would experience that we might know the love of Christ, which is beyond knowledge. As we comprehend that, that begins to fill up our tank. And as that emotional tank within us is filled up with love that we receive from God and from others— and if you're not receiving it from others, you need to get just a greater dose of it from God. But as God fills that tank up, then we've got something to give to others. We, our life can overflow with a joy and a goodness and a kindness that was a blessing to others. But your tank's got to be full, filled up by the love of God first. Amen? So let's pray as we, uh, talk, as we ask God to help us with this. Father in heaven, we want to thank you for your great love. 
We read about it in Scripture. We read how you so loved the world you gave your only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him might have eternal life, might not perish, but have everlasting life. We read in Scripture that your love, and the one who does not love does not know God, for God is love. Oh, Father, we simply ask this morning that we might know how deep, how long, how wide, how high is the love of God. We pray that we might comprehend, that you might enable us, you might reveal to us the love of God, that we might comprehend that which is incomprehensible. We pray, Father, in Jesus' name, that we might know your love, that our the roots of our life might go deep into your love, so that we might be filled with all the fullness of God. Fill, Lord, we acknowledge that without you we're empty, and we ask you to fill up our the tank of our emotion of our life with your love. Help us as we look into this over the next coming few days and give us revelation of who you really are, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Okay, so how are we going to do this over the next start Monday? The, tomorrow, this weekend, we talk about other things, but start Monday, we'll be on the love of God. Who do you know who needs to know about the love of God? Invite them to listen in. They can listen live at 8.30 or later throughout the day, or they can listen just the, spot, the podcast on the Apple, Spotify, or Google uh, podcast platforms. I hope you'll join us. If you're new, subscribe to the channel, leave a comment, introduce yourself. I'd love to know who you are and, uh, and share with your friends. To those of you who are here regularly, you know I love you and so glad to have you along. It's a privilege for me to be sowing the seed of God's word on the good soil of your life. I know it will bear fruit. So until we see you tomorrow, might God bless you and strengthen you and fill you with all of his grace, glory, and joy. I love you guys, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.